Simon says, clap your hands. Simon says, oink like a pig. Reach all the way up and touch outer space. Nope, you didn't say Simon says. Hey, you're pretty good at this game, Hank. Oh, hi, Hope Kids. Oh, welcome to God's Story for Kids. We're so glad you're here. I'm your host, Henry. You can call me Hank. And I'm sophisticated. Sophie for short. We were just playing Simon Says, and I thought for sure I'd trick Hank when I told him to reach up and touch space, but... This should be no surprise to you, Sophie, but I actually know some pretty interesting things about outer space. Do you want to hear some fun facts? How fun? On a scale of one to fun, they're very fun. All right, what you got? One day on Venus is longer than a year. I'm not tracking. I thought there were 365 days in a year. So how could just one day be longer than a whole year? Venus takes longer to rotate around itself on its axis than it does to do a complete orbit around the sun. One day on Venus equals 243 Earth days. One year on Venus lasts only 225 Earth days. So one day on Venus is longer than a year. Whoa, that's crazy. What else do you know? Sunsets on Mars are blue. Hmm, I'm not sure you said that correctly. The sun is yellowish-orange. How could the sunsets look blue? Well, there's a bunch of really small dust particles floating in the atmosphere on Mars. It's just the right size that only the blue light is able to get through. So the sunset would look blue to humans. Huh, that is awesome. One more? Let's hear it. Did you know there are special space laws? Laws for what? Like for the astronauts? All astronauts must use the crosswalk. No jaywalking allowed. Not like that, Sophie. Space laws are more for the people who live on Earth. They are rules for all countries who send astronauts and spaceships into space to basically make sure that people don't wage war in outer space. Space exploration has to be peaceful. And any country that launches something into space is responsible for any damage they cause. Oh, interesting. Space laws. Huh. Sophie, I think space laws are kind of like the game we were playing earlier, Simon Says. Oh, yeah? How's that? Well, uh, they both require that you follow someone else's directions. Yeah, good point, Hank. There's a word for that. Acquiesce? Acquiesce. Do you even know what that word means, Hank? Yeah, it's the noise you make when you sneeze. Acquiesce! Here's another word for you, Hank. Blatherskite. Blatherskite? Yes, blatherskite. It's a person who talks a whole bunch without making much sense. What made you think of that word, Sophie? Oh, no reason. The word I was thinking of earlier, though, was obedience. Hey, I know that one. I had to take my dog to obedience classes when he was a puppy. That's where he learned to sit and stay. I even taught him a cool trick where he goes to get me a snack when I'm lying on the couch. Wow, you have a very obedient dog. When I hear the word obedience, it makes me think of this Bible story from the book of Luke. That's in the New Testament, right? Yes. Why don't you open your Bible and find Luke chapter 1? Here it is. Many people, eyewitness reports. Oh, 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 oh. here we go. I bet you're thinking about Zechariah. Yes, I am. Did you know Zechariah was a priest? 
in the Bible, priests were people who taught others about what they thought God was like. And they were kind of like a middleman between God and all the people. It says here that Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, and they were careful to obey all of God's commands. But they were old, and they weren't able to have a baby, which made them so, so sad. Until, okay, Hank, you tell this next part. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, and a big crowd stood outside. While he was in the sanctuary of the temple, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will have a baby boy, and you should name him John. He will be special to God and filled with the Holy Spirit. Zechariah said to the angel, How can this be? My wife and I are too old to have a baby. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel, and God sent me to bring you this good news. Since you don't believe what I said, though, you will be silent and unable to speak until the baby is born. Hey, Sophie, did you know there are only two angels whose names we learn in the Bible? I did not. Who are they? Well, this is one of them, Gabriel who appeared to Zechariah in this story, and he also appeared to Mary to tell her she was going to have a baby too. And the other one is Michael, who is like the chief angel. Wow, that's so interesting. Well, anyway, back to the story. Meanwhile, everyone outside the temple was waiting for Zechariah and wondering what was taking so long. When he finally did come out, it was just as the angel Gabriel had said, Zechariah couldn't speak. Later, when Elizabeth had the baby boy, everyone wanted to know what his name would be. They thought he should be named Zechariah after his dad. But Zechariah, who still couldn't speak, wrote down for everyone to see, his name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again, and he began to praise God. That story always makes me think of the word obedience, because Zechariah questioned the angel Gabriel instead of obeying, and he lost the ability to speak. Imagine if we didn't do the right thing in Simon Says, and all of a sudden, we couldn't talk anymore. Yikes! But eventually, he did obey God's command and named the baby John, and his voice was restored. See, obedience matters. But so does the purpose of the command you're obeying. The things we do in Simon Says usually don't really matter. They're silly things like clapping your hands or making pig noises. That's true. But God's commands matter a lot. The things God tells us to do or not do brings us closer to Him. In Deuteronomy chapter 10... That's the Old Testament. Yes. Let's have one of our listeners read it for us. You must always obey the Lord's commands for your own good. Look, the highest heavens and the earth and everything in it belong to the Lord your God. Yet the Lord chose you as the objects of His love. So our obedience is all about God's love. Yes. And this is where our story connects with God's story, kids. We can show God we love Him by obeying Him. And we can trust that His commands are good for us because He loves us. It's all about love and obedience. And you can always remember that you matter You are loved, and you are part of God's story. 
Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of God's Story for Kids. It's easy to find us here each week by hitting the subscribe button and then let your friends know how much you love it. And if you're looking for more ways to plug into Lutheran Church of Hope's annual theme, The Whole Holy Bible in a Year, check out our website for weekly family devotions and other resources for kids and adults. And if you're local, we hope to see you at Hope Kids on weekends and Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. God loves you.